So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. And when you're sparkling and reaching and stretching, other people can feel it. Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on personal growth and lifestyle design. My name's Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group, so I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to The Lavender Lifestyle. It's your host, Eileen. So as you may know, astrology is one of my passions. And so in this episode, we are diving deeper into the specifics of astrology. So I've had a couple episodes on astrology before, and I kind of recommend you guys listen to those episodes first because they give a better foundation to astrology, where we answer questions like, what is astrology? How does it work? Why does it work? What are the basic things you should know about your chart? And in this episode, we're talking specifically about your lunar north nodes and astrogeography. And you don't have to know what those mean right now. We'll explain in the interview, but just know that we're talking about how to find your purpose through astrology and also understanding the astrology of location, why different places give you different energies and why some places might be better suited for you than others. Our guest today is Dara Dubinay. Dara is an intuitive life direction specialist who guides others in the areas of where to be and what to do through astrogeography, what will make the soul happy through the north nodes, feng shui, raw foods, and herbal tonics to help her clients navigate career choices, life purpose, and relationships. She has developed DIY astrogeography and life direction tools so that you can help yourself. Dara inspires others to live a life that is clean, clear, and bright. I also want to note that we'll have more resources and content to go with this episode on the blog. So in the show notes, you should see a link to the blog post. Click that if you want a breakdown of the astrological terms and symbols that we talk about in this episode, like the signs and the planets, because it might be very confusing at first, but don't worry, you'll get it and you'll really enjoy this episode. Hello, Dara. Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle. How are you doing? I'm doing so well, and I'm so excited to be here. I cannot wait to binge on your YouTube videos. I love what you're up to. So thank you for having me. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I guess let's start with this question. Why do you think astrology is useful, and what about astrology is so meaningful? Oh, that's such a good question. I I have found it throughout the years just helpful in navigating life's tricky waters. I take it as one of the many tools of life. It's not, it's just a way to navigate. Like it's good to know transits if you're having a particularly hard time or if you're having a hard time in general, it's good to know uh, the astrology of place, astrogeography. So for me, it's just a navigating tool. Like, ah, that's what's going on. Let me, let me use it to my greatest benefit. Mm. You're specifically interested in astrogeography and the north nodes. What does that even mean? Because I have a lot of listeners who don't know much about this. So can you really explain to us? Yeah. 
Yeah. So the North nodes to me are like the simplest, fastest track to finding out basically your reason for incarnation, your soul's wish, your dharma. And so there's so many little facets to who you are, but the North Node's like, to me, the main one, that when you act according to the sign of your North Node, your spirit's going to be happy, and then opportunities come, so people feel it. So the North Node is that little headphone symbol, and I developed Mm -hmm. a little course that you could for free, look up what your North Node is and then get the video pertaining. Yeah, I've described it in a simple and uplifting fashion. So the North Node basically is your spiritual shining star yeah. that you are to reach towards in your in this lifetime. Directly opposite, and so that represents our Dharma. And directly opposite is the South Node. And the South Node is who we've been in many past lifetimes and the karma that we've dragged into for up to about the first 30 years of this lifetime. Mm. So we get the North Node calling at about age 30. Some people get it way earlier. It's never too soon to know and follow your spiritual shining star of your North Node. Right. So the North Node, to me, it sounds like purpose, right? Your life's purpose. Yes. Yes. It's your life's purpose. It's like your, it's, it's everything. Like when you act according to, let's say your North node in Aquarius, Mm -hmm. or when I act according to my North node in Taurus, it shifts things. Like I feel better. It helps pull me out of my South node shadow behavior. So it's really like directional. It's something to help us with like the big decisions in life Mm -hmm. to help get us out of our funk to make little daily, I would say, redirections towards our North Node. And it shifts everything, the little things and the big things in love, in career, and in life direction, in your career direction. Yeah. And I wanted to share a little bit about my experience because I only recently learned about the North Nodes like this past year. And I know that my North Node is Aquarius, my South Node is in Leo. And yeah. I, growing up, I wanted to be more Leo. Like I loved I wanted to be a performer. I wanted to be in music, acting. And I was a shy person, but I, something in me wanted to shine. And it's, it's not exactly what my North Node is. And then I think like, my question is, does it always feel natural to know your North Node or to like stay towards your South Node? You know, like, how do you know? The South Node is your comfort zone. Like you have been a performer in many past lifetimes. You were a rock star. You had people doing things for you so much that it got overbalanced so that Mm -hmm. when you do it, if it was just me, me, me and self-expression and all about you, then it would start to feel kind of funny. How old are you now? I'm 29. Right. So this is like, you know, the when we're little, we have a little spark inside of us that tells us, like, I'm sure you wanted to help other people as well. Yeah. Part of you wanted to help other people. Like, you came here to be a humanitarian. But get this. This is the beautiful thing is that there's shadow. The South Node is shadow. So that and – it, and it also represents – Like if we lean too much in our comfort zone, the way I describe it is that if you stay too much in the self-expression, artist, self-promotion, then you would be doing what you're really, really good at, but it would be kind of like a life less lived. Like you wouldn't feel like you could 
involved. And so, like unfulfilling. Yeah, unfulfilling. And so what we get to do is take the gifts from the self node because there's gifts and your gift is that you have star power. It Like you could have like, you know, a huge following that you do and use it for the greater good. So you're using your star quality. You also have Jupiter and Leo, so that makes you super starry. Mm-hmm. And you're using it for the good of all. So you're, you are satisfying your Aquarian need to help humanity move forward in a new way with new ideas using new technology. I mean, you are on point, on your way. There's all time. I mean, all of us have South Node behavior. I call it like the South Node cringe. Like when we all were like, yeah, <laughs> I'm doing that. Oh, like, oh. And, and then there's layers to it. You're like, okay, I'm really good in career, but oh, I'm doing that in relationships. So it's just like little right. simple light bulbs that go off in your head. And then there's simple little things you can do to redirect so that when you For you, when you use your star power to share and promote other people like you're doing, that's going to make your soul feel good. You get the recognition that feels good to your Leo South Node because you're so used to it, but you're doing what you came here to do, which was to move humanity forward for the good good of all. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I yeah, I, I think what I want to point out for our listeners is that the lesson here is to, you have to do what's uncomfortable yeah. rather than what's comfortable. And also something I learned while learning about the North Nodes is they say that if you keep pursuing your South Node, you will never find a success. Like it just w- will be harder for you and it won't work for you. And that's my life in my, you know, my whole life up until my 20s because I was pursuing being a performer being a musician. And it just didn't really work. And I pivoted when I was 23. I started Lavendaire where I I still made content, but it was not about me, me, me. It was about like helping other people with their lives. And for some reason, like Lavendaire just took off. And I can't explain, Mm -hmm. like I'm the same person that did what I did before versus did Lavendaire, but it just had found more success and it flowed with ease. So that's something that is really interesting to me. Yeah, it's another North Node success story. So you can be, you know, this expander for others. And it's just the way, the the comfort zone of being in your South Node, if you stay only doing what you're very, very good at, it's comfortable. It's like a squishy brown velvety sofa. But what happens is you start to sink deeper and deeper and it's hard to get out. And then the room starts getting darker Mm -hmm. and darker and nobody knows what's going on. Like you're doing what you're good at. They don't, nobody can academically say, Eileen, this isn't your thing. But now Mm -hmm. that you know your North node and if everybody knows their North node, they can know, like nobody wants to sit in a room where it keeps getting darker and darker. You know that opportunities come through other people. And when you're sparkling and reaching and stretching, other people can feel it and everything changes. It's really so simple that it's it's kind of shocking. And I, I think the reason um, I'm so grateful that when I was doing intuitive sessions, it's like the North Node symbol just zoomed forward at me. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Wow. And I just feel like in all of these years that I've had astrology readings that I've studied, I, w- I wish someone had hit me over the head with a saucepan saying, okay, <laughs> the North Node, like I'm 53. This would have been really helpful at 30, certainly before yeah. my Saturn return. So I just want everybody to to know their notes, you know? 
Yes. Yeah. So, and you can find that information on your website where you list the birthdays and the nodes and the info. I want to know what does it mean because the North nodes are in a sign, but they're also in a house. Yes. So that's the other half. What does that mean? Okay. Yeah. The North node, and that's the who you need to be. That's the what you need to do. You need to do. You need to do Aquarian things. So that's the what. The the Mm -hmm. second half is, and I have information coming out at the end of January, but it's the house placement. So the North Node sign tells you the what you need to do, and the house placement tells you in what arena of life. So for example, yours is in the ninth house, mine is two. Mm -hmm. So you need to be an Aquarian when and sharing things that you learn from the ninth house is faraway travel it's higher learning and it is has the undertone of Sagittarius. So when you mm-hmm. do Sagittarian things, that's the full picture. So when you're sharing the books and sharing people and introducing higher learning subjects and you're constantly learning, that's very, very much yeah. in the arena of your North Node. So it's the what is the sign of the North Node and the where is the Mm, house placement. So interesting. Mm -hmm. So for example, mine is Taurus North Node. I have to do everything Taurian, slow down, provide for myself, do, do beauty in nature. It's in the ninth house. So I need to be traveling to faraway places. I have to make myself get on an airplane. So it's so helpful to people to know both. For you, because I thought Taurus, like they like to stay at home. And so if, isn't it like (laughs) conflicting a little bit? Yeah, I love this language because there's so much to look at. It, It could be conflicting, but if you look at the way I travel, I have this motto, travel like you're living. So you'll find me going to an Airbnb and making beautiful food. And and I travel like I live there. Like I'll stay. I love that. Yeah. So I need to make wherever I am feel like home. I don't run around sightseeing. I go to the local or I find organic food. I go to the local farmer's market. I meet people. Like I have to feel like I'm partaking. So I do go, I do slow travel actually. Mm. Nice, yeah. nice. Yes, yeah, so yeah. some people want to go, 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 see like I 10 can't. things in a day. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Yeah. Exactly. I could do that for a day with someone, but then I'm like, you go. And I'm going to, I call it <laughs> flaneur, being a flaneuse. A flaneur mm-hmm. is somebody who just wanders and lets spirit take their feet wherever they need to go. That's how I do yeah. it. I have a question from one of our, uh, I think it's either Facebook or Instagram from Jessica. She asks, how can spouses navigate a marriage when they have opposite North nodes? I think they learn from each other. You know, I think that there's never anything bad and there's never anything that can say no two people should be together or you can't do this. It's really, the way I look at it is that you're headed where they've been and they're headed where you've been. So they can, when you know, you know. You help each other. Yeah, you can guide each other and you can kind of with humor say, honey, you're being a little South nody, you know, or like. (laughs) Hey, when I started learning about this, I'm like, this can really help couples so much because with humor, you can be, you can, it's so easy to identify behavior that's, that, that causes friction in a relationship. It comes from the South node. So with my Scorpio Mm -hmm. South node, when I get to like psycho, it's a little psychodrama where I start wanting to like uh, manipulate or control, even if it's for someone's highest good, I say to myself, Dara, Keep your eyes on your own plate, your beautiful pottery, Taurus, plate. Keep your nose out of their business. So mine happens in relationship. Everybody, when they listen and they learn their south node behavior, 
it may take time. They might get like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm doing that and get the cringe. So it's so helpful with mm-hmm. relationship. And yeah, they've been, if somebody has the North node where your South node is, it just means that you can share. They can excel in the place that you're supposed to step away from. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to talking about astrogeography. And I think this is so fascinating. I also learned about this recently. So what is it? And well, you would find it interesting yeah. because you're into feng shui like I am and mm-hmm. all of this stuff. We have so many similarities, but basically it's the astrology of place. It is the feng shui of the world. So for example, you may be living on a Mars rising line and you may have a lot of drive and athleticism and you can move your projects forward. If you want more fame and reputation, like in feng shui, in your home, there is a place on the on the map that correlates to, it's your sun mid-heaven line. So there's places where you can access, where, you're, where you will be seen and have a wider audience. So there's a place mm-hmm. for love, Venus descending. So the mm-hmm. premise is, is that what planetary energies are you swimming in where you are? Because you know, people come to me, if they're having issues, the first thing I want to look at is what's going on where they're living. I lived on a Neptune line for 10 years and I'm an enterprising artist. I'm always doing something and I got nothing done. And I had so many spiritual lessons and I was having such a hard time. And I visited California. This is 20 years ago. And I was like, I feel pretty here and I feel creative here and I feel happy here. And I came home and I was like, I felt blah. And then I said to an astrologer, my astrologer at the time, she said, oh yeah, of course you feel good in California. It's a Jupiter line. And Mm. I had, it was a big battle to get here, but she said, when you get there, thousands of people will want to hear what you have to say. It's Jupiter rising. And wouldn't you know it, that's exactly what happened. So I was the same person, but in a different place. So what I've discovered from Astro, it's called astrocartography traditionally. Jim Lewis is the man who came out with the computer program so that we can all access it. And it's a trademark name, so I call it astrogeography. But basically, and I developed a mini course so people could do it themselves because wouldn't it be amazing that every time you get invited to a wedding or you are dreaming of a place, you can find out why. It's usually what your soul needs. So I don't want anyone to despair if they're living on a Pluto line. Your soul chose great transformation. Or if you chose Saturn, you needed discipline and perseverance. And when it's time to move, you can use those energies to help you. But let's say somebody doesn't want to move or they can't or they can't travel or maybe their sun mid-heaven line. Maybe it's in a war-torn place or somewhere that they're really not going to visit. The beauty of this is just the way we can close our eyes and imagine if we're in cold weather and we want to feel the sun, we can close our Mm -hmm. eyes and remember what it was like to lie back on hot sand with the sun baking us. The same thing, the premise goes for astrogeography is that if I want to access the Venus energy that I have in India, I need to like look at a sari, have the fabric, eat some Indian food, play some music so we can call in energies that exist for us. So the premise is ideally, if you're on a hard line, go visit a place to imbibe yourself with that energy and bring it home. But you can also connect with people. Mm-hmm. So for example, you have unbelievable, like, oh, I'm getting chills. The story that I would tell when I do your <laughs> astrogeography is that you have fame and reputation. You have a sun mid-heaven line, 
And I would love to discuss what this means at a future date, but sun midheaven is fame. Mercury midheaven is notoriety and being written about. And I think you had another one that was like extraordinary and it's running through the east of China. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would know that you would have great audience there. And that if you were ready to release something, it would be a good place to be or a good place to channel. And now in this day and age, we get to connect with communities, agents, people, Instagrammers, influencers, anywhere. So it's really good, even if you're not going to move to know your astrogeography. Hi loves, let's take a break and talk about how to make 2020 your best year. As an artist of life, you have the power to envision and create the life you've always wanted. So as we enter a new decade, seize this opportunity to take action towards your dreams in 2020. To guide your year, I created the 2020 Artist of Life Workbook, a journal filled with 125 pages of questions and exercises to help you self-reflect, clarify your vision, set goals in all areas of your life, execute your goals, and track your progress monthly with sections on self-love, overcoming fear, habit tracking, gratitude journaling, and more. The Artist of Life workbook keeps you accountable and guides your growth throughout the year. It's a tool to keep you inspired, motivated, and organized, helping you live your best life. All the exercises within have personally helped me change my life for the better, and I'm confident that they'll do the same for you. To get started, go to shop.lavendaire.com to get your copy of the 2020 Artist of Life workbook. Again, that's shop.lavendaire.com. Can you let us know, are there any, I guess, good or bad or ideal, not ideal places to live? You you mentioned (laughs) some already, but can you clarify for people who are like looking at their own map? You know, there's the benefics, like, you know, there's the high side to every planet and the low side. So if you want love, you're going to want Venus. But if you're kind of feeling lazy, then you might want something with a little more drive. You, if you're not having discipline, you might need Saturn for a couple of years. Like Saturn is hard mm-hmm. and living on a Saturn line too long can make you feel old and serious and austere and life is a little <laughs> bit harder. But if you were sending yeah. your child off to study or you were going to study or you needed to structure something like a course or a book, then Saturn mm. can help you. But it will definitely make you old before your time. <laughs> um, and then yeah. there's the different angles depending on, you know, there's the Imamcelli and the Midheaven and the Rising, which not, we're not going to get into and confuse everybody. They yeah. In my course. Totally. Um, so I, I Pluto is tough. Pluto is Pluto is sexy. It'll draw you in, but then it can start getting weird. But here's what, the what about it is so tough? I, I don't think I understand Pluto. Oh God, <laughs> wild! I was born on a Pluto line. So the oh line gosh. you were born on tells of your character. It tells mm. tells the character that stays with you yeah. no matter where you are. And Pluto is sexy. Pluto represents sex and power, transformation through death and rebirth. Mm-hmm. So it's intense. So if somebody has a Scorpio North node, they're going to need that Pluto energy to pull them into their North node. If they Mm. have a Scorpio South node and that's their South node because Pluto rules Scorpio, then they don't really need that Pluto energy. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I like how you brought it in. I was going to ask about how the North nodes work with astrogeography. It's kind of exciting. So it really is because I was like, you know, my astrogeography teacher was like, no way, Saturn, never. I'm blocking out half the country because Saturn and you're within 700 miles of Saturn. And I'm like, well, you know, I am of the belief that we need 
all the planets have some nutrients for us. So Mm -hmm. if we're called to or need to live in a certain place, then there's nutrients that we need. So I I got out of that like really bad and really good thing. And also I realized that some people do need some more perseverance and they need some more structure to their lives and they need to work a little bit harder. And that's what Saturn's going to give us. So I also realized when I was doing the sessions, I'm like, it's amazing if you are, have, if you're a Capricorn North node and you need to step out into the world and you need to make a legacy, but your South node is cancer and home is so comfortable. Many Capricorn North nodes have said to me, I don't want my Capricorn North node. And I'm like, no, no, it's good. And I'm like a little Saturn energy Mm -hmm. for them would help them feel like that responsible patriarchal, like more like masculine. So there's Mm -hmm. times we need doses of it. And according to our North node, it can help us. Okay. And I want to clarify for our listeners. So every sign is connected to a planet. So like Capricorn is connected to Saturn, which is why if your North node is Capricorn, you want to ideally, it would help you to live somewhere near a Saturn line. Yeah. Or at least visit for a period of time. You know, I can't say, I wouldn't ever, I don't think any astrogeographer would say, go live on a Saturn line forever. Go live (laughs) on a Pluto line. Those are toughies. And some of them come with warnings, like yours is Mars rising where you are, which is way preferable. Driven. But it's also stressful, I've heard. (laughs) It can be. It can be. It can make your blood boil. It can make you combative. But I would choose Mars rising over Mars descending. So with these- And what's the difference with that? Yeah. So- there's four angles to each planet. So Mars, when you are on or near within 700 miles of a line, you will embody energies of that planet. So Mars is lust, drive, passion. Uh, It's like the go-getter. And that's great rising because that's you. If mm-hmm. you have anger issues, not great. If you, mm. but it, you know, it's it depends on who you are in the story of your life. But the one that you wouldn't want to be on is Mars descending because then you embody Mars, you project it out, and it gets projected back to you from another. So that can portend violence and attacks Ooh. from another. So there's certain ones that come with warning labels, I would say, and you know. I always like to let people know that if you're really drawn to a place, there's a reason and there might be somebody or something there that, you know, maybe Mars descending could be like, you know, what if, if you have an attraction towards somebody who has a lot of masculine energy, you could meet somebody with that Mars energy in that place. So I really like to not rule anything out. You know, there's some places I wouldn't, like if I go to Israel, I'm going to have Saturn, the heavy, hard, old father time discipline and Pluto crossing. Do I want that? Probably not. Did I go there when I was 13 and had a massive blow up and uh, almost got disowned from my mom? No way. That happened. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So, you know, I told this couple that they should not go to the place where they both have Mars descending and they went there and they oh told my me gosh I have to see where that had. is for me so, <laughs> no. yeah 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 I can help you we can do this I'm more than happy to talk about this at any time as you can tell I'm super passionate about it because I really love to help people to you know instead of feeding them a fish I want them to be able to fish like I wish yeah. that all those years I could look up my own astrogeography when I got like a hit I should go somewhere I got invited all right let's know what I'm headed into you know, what am mm-hmm. I swimming in? Because, you know, you can do yoga and you can do feng shui in your house, but what if your house isn't in the right place? 
Exactly. Yeah. And this might explain people who think they have bad luck or people whose lives are so stressful. Yeah. yeah, So interesting. Another thing I want to ask is Mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier that our soul chose where to be born. So Mm -hmm. what is the significance of that? Like what if you're born near a line or even not on any line? What does it mean? Okay. So that's a great question. I got born very close to a Pluto line, which means, and I have Pluto in the first house, which is the first house of self. So I am always all about transformation, learning, growing, and transforming. So it's an energy that I have that I can handle. Like I am an agent of change. You are with your Mars rising line, a woman of of great drive and passion. So it's kind of like, a little extra information, just like your natal chart tells you things, where you were born tells you a story of like what is a little bit of a theme or a character, part of your character. You know, somebody born on a Venus line is here to experience and share love and beauty. And it's just, um, it's part of the makeup of who we are. So we chose it and we choose our lessons in this lifetime and and that's the beautiful thing and if you're not born on any lines it kind of means like and you're or let's say you move somewhere that there aren't any lines and and when you look at these lines you're on it and that's the strongest and then they get the more you're away from them it gets gradually less and less intense if you have no lines then it's going to mean that you're not challenged in any way and you're not supported And it's kind of like neither here Mm. nor there. So like good things can happen, but not so good things. Like I read that Princess Diana was in no man's land when she got into a car accident. So I can't say that it's, I would choose to live on a benefic line rather than no line. But there's also something called crossings. The longitudinal lines Mm -hmm. are the most important. And that's Uh. what I cover in my course because they're the most important. But then there's crossings and different influences. But for the most part, you want to live near a benefic or travel travel to one or conjure one up by harnessing mm, the energy. Awesome. I just want everybody to know it's nothing to be afraid of. Right. It's like anything with astrology. Knowledge is power. Like then you can get, okay, I'm going to work with Saturn or I'm going to work with Pluto or I'm going to pull in these energies. It's just mindfulness and intention. It's just another tool. Awesome. I have some Facebook questions. This one by Magdalena is a little specific. She asked, what is the Chiron line and what is the Chiron return? If you know about this. Okay. I can't really, you know, I wouldn't call myself an astrologer. I would say I'm an astrogeographer. Oh, okay. So Chiron line. Because I don't think I see that on the typical map, right? Yeah, it'll show that it's, it's there. It's black and it looks oh, okay. like a little key. The symbol mm-hmm. for Chiron is is a key, and it's to me it's magical because Chiron is a key that unlocks the places where we were wounded. Mm-hmm. So it is not only insight into healing ourselves and making ourselves better. Wherever, if you're looking, and this is my specialty, it's helping people figure out their life direction so that they can have conviction and move forward with conviction. Chiron kind of helps us because if you are at all here to help others in any way, if that's your trajectory, then knowing the place where you were wounded or had to work hard or had a little wound is also part of your body of work to give to the world. 
Mm, so wherever yeah. Chiron is, mine's in the seventh house of relationships. I also have Saturn there. I have to work hard at, you know, relationship, but I also have great wisdom to share in right. that regard. So it's kind of like, it reminds me of like, if you live on a Chiron line, you might get irritated, but if you think about it this way, to make a pearl, if you are making one and it's not natural, they put in a piece of sand or a parasite into a muscle or clam. It's irritating. It irritates yeah. the thing. <laughs> but eventually there's a pearl. And so to me, Chiron unlocks almost a box of like pearls of, of irritants and wisdom. Mm, so interesting. Mm -hmm. It'll bring up issues. So if someone's going to, if someone needs a healer near a Chiron descending line would help. It would actually help you find a healer, but it will bring up your chronic issues so that they can be healed. So it's not for the meek, but it's also great, great work. And a Pluto line, by the way, is great if somebody needs like to break away old patterns and old beliefs. Pluto is good for an ayahuasca journey. Pluto is good when you need to let go of OPE, other people's energy or OPE, mm -hmm. other people's beliefs. Awesome. Okay, so I'm going to move on to some rapid fire questions that I ask all of our guests at the sure. end of the show. All right, Dara, what does your dream life look like? Freedom. <laughs> mm, I love that. <laughs> what is one yeah. book or resource that you recommend to everybody? I probably because I just listened to one of your videos and I was like, yes, yes, his book, uh, Stephen Forrest, Inner Sky. His oh, language yeah. love that. astrology is so beautiful. It's a language. It's like a language yes. of love. Yeah. And he writes with such passion. Oh. Like you can tell he loves astrology. Yeah, I want to go to one of his uh, retreats. There's one in Palm Spring. I, I need to just hear him speak in person. So that's yeah. really good. There's so many books. I would say go to your YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm also reading one about the North Nodes called Astrology for the Soul. Have you heard of that one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's 50 pages about on each node. Yeah. And it's very good. Jan Spiller, she was when I realized like, why didn't anyone tell me about the nodes? And I found her and Elizabeth Smart. Mm -hmm. And these are two women my age or older. Well, Jan Spiller is no longer with us. And I was like, yes, yes, they get it. It's the thing. The North yeah. Node is the thing. So yes, Jan Spiller. Yes. Okay. What is one habit that has changed your life? I would say a green smoothie every morning, like ah. eating an enormous amount of greens. That's my secret to life. Awesome. What is the best life or career advice that you've ever gotten? That's beautiful. Two things. One, my <laughs> uncle said, don't partner with anyone if you can afford to hire someone. <laughs> oh, smart. Yeah. And the other is like, just in life in general is connect where the chemistry is because you'll find what you're looking for. And if you're meeting with someone or if there's anyone in your family or in your life that can irritate you, there's always some place you have chemistry. So connect where the chemistry is. Mm, love it. And the last one, finish the sentence. The most amazing part about life is? Connecting with beautiful people. Oh, I love it. All right, Dara, where can we find you online? Dara Dubonet, just my name, everywhere, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, because one of my favorite things that I've done is creating a global family. Like that, mm. if you meet somebody who is part of the Dara family, you're going to love them. They're just sweet people. So that's, that's my favorite thing. I feel the same way about the Lavender community. Like they're just the best people. I can tell. I, I read yeah. your comments. I saw your face, your energy, like kindred spirits. That's what we're yeah. doing. I, that's probably ninth house, North Node ninth house of us connecting mm, 
totally. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much. This was fascinating. And I personally would love to talk to you for even longer and learn more, yeah. but we'll so wrap it up this time. A, we yeah. can have a chat. <laughs> totally. Awesome. Okay. okay. Thank you. Bye, everybody. All right, that's it for today with Dara Dubinay. Make sure to check her out online so you can learn more from her resources on her website. I am fascinated with this topic. And after this, I'm going to look at my astrogeography chart and plan out, you know, what places are good to visit? How do I want to bring new energies into my life and all of that? What my goal really is for all of these podcast episodes is to open your mind to new areas of life, just new modalities that you've never considered before that could help you find your purpose, find your place in life, create your dream life, all of this stuff. And I feel like the more I learn, the less I know and the more there is to learn. So it's really exciting for me and I hope you find this exciting too. So now I'm just going to wrap up with some takeaways from our conversation. So let's get back to basics. The North Nodes means your lunar North Nodes and the North Node, wherever sign that lands on in your astrology birth chart, represents your purpose in life, your destiny. Where is the most uncomfortable path for you? The path where you will grow the most. And the opposite of the North Node is the South Node. That represents your comfort, your past lives, where you've been and where you're not supposed to really go in this lifetime. And astrogeography is basically the feng shui of the world for you. It's very specific to you because everyone's chart is different, so you have to look it up. But the idea is you have different lines going through different places on the globe, and you can visit different places to activate different energies. And even if you can't visit a certain place, you can imagine being there. You can use your mind to visualize, and you can also surround yourself with things of that culture, whether it's like the aesthetic of this place, the decor, the food, the music music. There are ways to travel without actually traveling, so don't worry if you don't really have the funds to travel yet or anything like that. And also just a reminder of the technicalities, when you're looking at the lines on your chart, the lines will have effects within 700 miles of that line. Obviously, it's stronger the closer you get to the line and less strong the further you get from that line. And the last takeaway is that you can combine the knowledge of your north node with your astrogeography and find places that you can visit to help activate your north node, meaning activate your life purpose, push you in the right direction where you're meant to grow. So the steps to do this is first, you have to know your north node sign. So wherever sign that lands on in the chart, mine is Aquarius. Then you find the planet associated with that sign. Every sign has planets associated with it. So I think for Aquarius, the planet is Uranus and I think it's also Saturn. Some signs have two planets and then you look to find that planet on your astrogeography map and that will tell you where you can go to activate your purpose. There are more specifics to this so if you want to learn more you can check out Dara's resources on her website. All right I'll leave it at that for today. I hope your mind is a little blown and you're a little more curious about astrology and I'll send you off on your journey. Love you guys so much and I will talk to you next time. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Lavender Lifestyle. If you like this podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. Lastly, you can catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavender, where I have even more content for the artist of life. Sending you so much love. Bye.